Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm David Mills. Men's Alliance is a growing movement out of Richmond, Virginia, where tribes of men meet in person weekly for an epic outdoor workout and a real world devotion around a fire. We're bringing men out of isolation, out of their comfort zones, and into something real. Hey guys, this is Jeff Annetta with the Men's Alliance podcast. Have you ever had expectations for a dream or a goal that didn't go the way you thought it would? I remember when I was in high school, I wanted to be a pediatrician. I envisioned swooping in and helping kids get healthy if they weren't feeling well, recommending solutions to keep them healthy, and watching kids grow up strong. And I finally had a chance to shadow a pediatrician in a hospital. I remember spending half a day asking questions of the doctor, spending time in the rooms with the patients, And almost at the end of the day, the doctor said, you can't come in this next room. The kid is five years old, and no matter what we do, he is going to die within the next six months. I remember sitting in the doctor's office, just looking around. This was well before cell phones. I remember looking at all his degrees on the wall and books about science and medicine and thinking, if I can't help people heal, then I don't want to do this. Looking back, there is no way I shouldn't have seen this coming, and I definitely handled it wrong. I can still vividly remember my feelings of just being crushed. My expectations were destroyed by a 30-second conversation and one situation, and I gave up on my goal, saying, no, I can't do this. It's amazing. Humans have the ability to think backwards and forwards. The prefrontal cortex allows us to do many things, such as imagine, plan, and see future consequences, predict outcomes, and form expectation based on these thoughts. We set expectations on everything, our love life, our job, our bodies, how our family is supposed to act, and even our relationship with God. So how do our expectations get so off track? Maybe it's from society. Just look at all the 90s TV shows. Every show started with a challenge, but they solved it in 30 minutes, and everyone lived happily ever after. Or, growing up, we were told, oh, you'll understand when you were older, which conditioned us to believe that we would experience enlightenment when we were older. Then, there is the growing scientific evidence of how social media is contributing to our expectations and sense of despondency. We expect things to be a certain way, and we either see what we want to see, confirmation bias, or we feel shattered when life doesn't produce what we've led ourselves to believe it should. There's this quote from Napoleon that a Marine co-worker of mine would quote all the time, no plan survives contact with the enemy, or in this case, no expectation survives contact with real life. If I have an expectation of losing weight, but I don't eat less or work out, then my expectation is not going to meet reality. So do we set realistic expectations or unrealistic expectations in life? We don't get upset when a cup of coffee doesn't make itself, but we get upset if someone else doesn't make us a cup of coffee. Where do we get the idea that we should expect others to behave the way we want them to And what entitles us to get angry when others, when they don't meet our expectations? Now, I would love my coffee to make itself every morning without me doing anything. But again, that's not realistic. Now, it is realistic that if I set the timer, it'll be ready for me when I wake up. 
Or I communicate with my wife that, hey, if you wake up before me, please make me a cup of coffee. Yes, miracles can happen, but your coffee making itself is probably not a miracle that's really going to draw people closer to God. Now, you still have to take action to meet expectations. So what is God's expectation of you? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Simple, right? But obviously there's a lot more to that. So does that mean that God expects us to be perfect all the time? Well, I know I don't always live up to God's expectations. But that's why he sent Jesus to forgive us of our failures and give us grace. Sometimes we place the wrong expectations on God, especially when we are going through a hard time. I know I have prayed for the wrong things in the past, selfish things, things that I thought I needed at the moment. And when it doesn't go the right way, the way I expect it to, when my expectations are not met, then I feel grief and dejection. But we have to remember, we can't expect God to give us everything we want, or even the way we want it. He's not some magic genie like in Aladdin. We can't expect God to move on our timeline. Really, he isn't bound by time like we are. And he knows when we really need something. And we can't expect God to give in to us. God can't be cajoled or manipulated. And we wouldn't want to follow a God that could be. So what expectations can we have of God? Well, in the Bible, it says there's some expectations we have of God and that they're truth. And we can expect him to remain true to his character. What that means is we can expect his goodness, faithfulness, and justice. We can also expect his will to be accomplished. And we can expect his best for us. So think about your life. Has there been a time your expectations fell short of what really happened? When our expectations aren't met, we need to review it. We need to spend time mourning when things don't turn out the way we want them to. Now, I don't mean throwing a tantrum or complaining, but really, listen to me, we need to take the time to reconcile what we thought was going to happen to what did happen. This is going to allow you to move on instead of always thinking about what if and being stuck in the past. So let me give you another Napoleon reference, this time from Napoleon Dynamite. You don't want to be like Uncle Rico, still living in the past regret of not being able to be put in and throw that winning touchdown to get to the States. And how can we be fully present if we're still living in the past? Jesus talks about wiping away our sins in Hebrews 10.17. Then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. If God can clear out our misdirections, then we can also forgive and move on. Gratitude is another way to move forward. You can say, okay, I ran the race and I didn't get first place, but I had my fastest time. I set my personal record. Reflect on what you did right and what steps you put into action. I went running every day. Another way to think about it is to have curiosity. After something didn't work out the way you wanted, take a look at it from the outside and analyze what you can do next time to do better. In my household, at dinner, we actually go around the table and ask everyone what the best part of their day was. 
Side note, since I have young kids and if we're having mac and cheese, that is usually the winner for the best thing that happened to them that day. Um, and then after that question of what's the best part of the day, we ask, what didn't go as well today as it could have? And what could you do next time? So at the end of this reflection, you might find that God worked something even more beautiful into your life based on his plan, something that maybe is even beyond your expectations. So guys, the challenge for this week is, what expectations are you still holding on to that don't serve you? And make sure you take time to mourn the loss of those expectations. And then think about what expectations God has of you. And what are you going to do to live up to those expectations? Visit mensalliancetribe.com to find a tribe near you. Or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. So check us out at mensalliancetribe.com. I hope to see you around the fire soon.